Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome to Human Design Week. We're going to do a whole week on human design because I know so many of you have been so curious about human design. I've done so many readings for so many people who listen to this show. And so I figured we'd do a whole week on it. And we're going to kick it off with an episode today from Holly Marie, who is... She is literally like a spiritual teacher who focuses on human design. And a lot of her work is focused on manifestors. But this episode, we go into human design and business. And that is probably one of the most requested episodes I've ever received. And so learning about just like how to do business better for your type, like that is such an important and valuable information these days. And so I thought I'd bring Holly on. Holly, like I said, she's a spiritual teacher. She is way into activating people into success and breakthrough. She focuses on teaching a new narrative of success to those who, you know, want to succeed by want to succeed by creating their own rules. Her area of highly sought after specialty is for, like I said, human design for manifestors, but she's a certified trauma-informed life and success coach. She brings in teaching that really draws people from struggling to succeed into like unexpected ways of experiencing their power and having re claiming of their energy. She's a she has a 10-year history. She has a successful multi-million dollar business. She's been a nurse. She's done so many things and now she focuses solely on manifestors or people who have manifestors in their life and helping them to live better lives through their human design. So I'm very excited about having this incredible human on the show. And uh, I just know you're going to love this episode. So enjoy it. And uh, don't forget to let me know what you think. You can always come visit me on the interwebs on Instagram. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. Uh, Before we get into this episode, though, I have to tell you about my workshop coming up called Overcoming Limiting Beliefs. It will take place play. I can talk today. I promise. It will be from June 21st to June 23rd. It will be virtual. It will be recorded and it will be for you if you have limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs live in our subconscious, y'all. They really, really do. And you think that you're good and you think that you don't have any. And then you find yourself burnt out all the time. You find yourself resenting things that you should be in love with. You find yourself not having the energy to do the things you really want to be doing. And that is usually because we are letting limiting beliefs and unhealed trauma rule us from our subconscious. And so what I have created is the most epic and freaking juicy offer And it is three days where we unpack like common limiting beliefs and specific ones. And we really dive deep into our subconscious and figure out where that came from, like why we hold on to it. And we get to the point where we can release and let go of it. And I have a system that works. It is how I've built multiple businesses and scaled them. It is how I have broke 
all the money ceilings. It is how I have crafted and cultivated epic relationships. And it's kind of the source and the reason why I'm able to heal all of those limiting beliefs that I have. And obviously it's a work in progress. It always will be, but I know this works. It's worked for my clients. It's worked for me. And now I want to give all of this to you. It is $99 until Friday. On Friday, the price rises. So if you want in, you got to click the link in our show notes or come to the link in my bio on Instagram, Danielle underscore on the daily and get it because it is currently $99. And on Friday that will go up. But if you ever like find yourself burnt out, even though you're successful on paper, if you find yourself when faced with tough business decisions, ghosting people or avoiding tough conversations, if you say you don't care about money, but then every time you address your finances, you worry or you feel anxiety. If you are constantly like hesitant or resistant to give up control, or you don't believe that people have your back, these are all signs that you have limiting beliefs. And the, the it's a pattern for you and that you're stuck in a loop. And what I want to do is help you get out of that. So don't miss it. It's going to be freaking epic and you're going to love it. And I can't wait. Uh, June 21st through June 23rd, click the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram and snag yourself a seat. Let's hear from Holly Marie. Y'all, you asked for a human design for business episode, and I have one for you. I want to introduce you to Holly Herbig, who is like a master of human design, energetics, like working with human design in business and manifesting. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. I'm pretty thrilled to be here. Yeah. I loved reading your bio because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is what I have all like the episode I wanted to do. And like, you know, when like you manifest it and you put it out what you want, I've been saying to <laughs> yeah. myself, I'm like, I just want to talk with someone about human design for business. Like, that's all I want to do. I want to have a whole episode on it. And then like a week later, your team emailed me and I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for initiating me and informing the universe. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be so epic. So how'd you get into this? Like, obviously nobody like grows up I mean, except for our kids now are growing up like fully right. in their design, but like, how did this, how did you find human design? What's that been like? Yeah. How did I come into the rabbit hole? Yeah. Um, it was about uh, four years ago now, just, just shy of four years. And I was already operating in online business by that stage. I um, came from a brick and mortar business background where I'd been for over 10 years. So I was in business consultancy for eons, my gosh, seven, eons for a manifesto. I'm like seven years, gosh, that was so long to do it for. Um, and then I owned my own um, cafe. It was a specialty cafe for a few years before moving online. And, and when I left that whole brick and mortar business world and moved online, I mean, it was like, it sounds like a very smooth, cruisy little process, but it wasn't. It was right over my satin return. It was incredibly traumatic and deep. And of course, you know, like, those two words sum up everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was, you think you think you have it all figured out, and then like a week later, when you're in like a like slightly more progressed version of your, you know, slightly more progressed space of your return, you're like, oh, I know nothing. Okay, yeah, correct. You know that whole experience of like everything that I've always stood on has simply crumbled under my feet. I don't know who I am or what I'm doing, and nothing is working. So excellent. Let's let's burn it all down and start over again. Yeah. Um, so for me, the transition to online business really came at the time of 
a full spiritual awakening and a complete identity shift and a whole bunch of trauma work. And, you know, it was just years. It was years and years of trying to like concurrently step into a new business space in this new identity and this new mode and learning these new ways of reaching people and impacting them while trying to understand myself and and heal a lot of things. So I was already in, by the time human design came to me, I was already in like the spirituality space. I was, I started off online teaching business. I was just business coaching because I was like, I know business. People ask me about business. I can talk about business and got tired of just speaking about the strategy because I was going through such a spiritual growth. So I started doing spiritual business coaching and, and really like just ultimately got bored of it again classic manifestor. It was really successful. I mean, it was really great. Like people wanted it. I had great client retention. I never had issues getting clients or scaling my income or selling out programs, but I was just bored. I was, I was so bored. I didn't want to be doing it. And I was part of a mastermind where I was over in the, the United States and we did a retreat weekend. And in this mastermind, there was a human design teacher, Eden Carpenter, um, mm. who's phenomenal. She's an amazing she's so phenomenal. teacher. She's amazing. She's, yeah. And she's like so young. She's only 24, the little puppet. She's like so, you, so self Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine knowing all of that in your 20s? Like, I think I'm like, you know, wow, would I have actually like gotten married at 20 if I would have known? Correct. Right. Probably because right. I would have followed my joy, but like. <laughs> And I feel like for generators, like I feel like us like learning our human design and like living in our design, like it's actually like out of all of the types, I almost feel like for generators, it's like the easiest thing because you're like, oh, be happy. Great. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Cool. 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 So you mean I only respond to the things I really enjoy? Great. I got that. Can do that down pat. Yeah. But like manifestors, (laughs) that's hard for a manifestor. That's like a really hard... Cause it's like, yeah. you, you've been like living in like a box and like shrinking yourself and like people are following you and you're always like, I don't know if I want you to follow me. Right. Like I'm sure all of right. those feelings were going on. Yeah, correct. I mean, I think for me learning about human design, like most manifestors, I was initially resistant. You know, I think nine out of 10 manifestors I've spoken to have said, when I first heard human design, I was like, nope, get out. Not interested. Very manifesto. We're like, no, I don't. I don't let you come to me. I come to you when I'm ready. I will inform Um, you when I'm ready. Thank you so much. (laughs) So that was very much me. Like I knew about human design for a good 18 months before I did anything with it. And eventually, you know, when I was hanging out with Eden, like sharing an Airbnb and spending all this time together and she's a manifesting generator. So she like a six, two emotional. So she just kind of dumped it (laughs) all over me and was like, take it or leave it to do whatever you're going to do with it. And I had a really specific moment of saying, uh, in, you know, in retrospect, I was really informing and, and saying, all right, hands up, like surrender. If this is going to keep coming into my space, then I'll take it and I'll see it, where it kept it goes. coming back around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Continuously. People were bringing it up in conversation. I had clients asking about it. I had, you know, people around me who were investigating it for themselves and looking at orchestrating it into their businesses. And when I started actually allowing myself to move into it, right. When I released all of that resistance to it and said, all right, what is this going to be? I had no 
like no deliberate direction for it. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't, oh, I, this is amazing. I'm going to build this into my business and I'm going to teach it. It came to me at a time where I was bored with what I was doing with my business. I shut, shut down my whole business for five months and just retreated and pulled back and said, I don't, I don't know what's coming next, but I don't want it to be this. And I'm not coming back out again until I know where it is mm. that I want to be. And it was is throughout that, typical that time. Of a manifester? Sorry to interrupt oh, very. you. Oh, okay. God, yeah. So, so yeah, there yeah, is yeah. a little bit of that like hermit, which is like similar. I have a two. So like I do that hermit thing all the time. Like people will be like, where did Danielle go? I'm like, she'll come out when she's done. Like, don't <laughs> she worry. Can, I love that about the six, two profile. <laughs> you guys are like, I'm here. And, and then I'm not. And I'm, I'm just gone I'm and gone. you can't have me again until I'm like the mad scientist, like in my lab, yes. I feel like I'm going, th- I feel like I'm going through that right now, actually, like in my business, I feel like I'm a little bit in my lab right now. And people are like, what's going on? I'm like, couldn't tell actually, you. I don't say anything. Cause I'm not there. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the manifest energy cycle is very similar to that, that six, two profile. We do have like short spurts of the creative cycle where we have an urge and we're out and we're initiating and we're so in it and we want to talk to you about it. We want to build it. We want to engage, but then that's followed by really long periods of rest and retreat where honestly, the world is upside down for us. We're like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm bored. I don't want to do what I was doing, but I have no idea what's coming next. Eventually we do kind of come into that trust relationship where we realize something is coming next. And I can allow that to occur when it does, but it it very much goes against the normal rhythms of business. Very, very much. So, oh yeah. That's challenging. Um, And for me, during one of those rest cycles was really when human design just sort of evolved in my space. It it was a personal choice of this is something that actually feels like it encompasses me out of all of the systems I've ever encountered. This feels like it genuinely recognizes me. And so I'm going to investigate that um, and play with that for myself. And at the end of that five months, I came out and rebuilt my entire business from the ground up using human design. So it's, it's been an evolution since then. Wow. Were you like, when that was coming back around to you, were you like, was you, did you have like a healthy spleen or were you, was your spleen pretty quiet at that point? Because you said you're a splenic, right? You're a splenic manifestor. I am manifestor. a splenic authority, yeah. yeah. By the time I came out of that rest cycle, yes, my spleen was really good. But the, I had to do a lot of work yeah. in that time to connect to it. I had already been pretty decent at like tapping into intuition, recognizing, you know, that really spiritual kind of philosophy of ego versus intuition. I was pretty on board with that. I knew that my intuition yeah. was helpful for me because I came from a nursing background, I was a registered nurse kind of before anything oh, yeah. in business. Yeah. I was very clinical in the way that I like was able to look at the physiology of how all of this energy moves. And I'd come through my teen years and my twenties with a really rare liver disease, which just sort of sprung up out of nowhere, um, was expected to be fatal. It wasn't, I was part of a 4% group of survivors and I mean, that runs along your hepatic line, which is where your spleen sits. So for me, 
moving into human design and really connecting in with the splenic authority coincided with the first time that I was physically very, very healthy in Ah. that actual area of my body. I'd been off medication for four years by that time. And I, you know, I'd, I'd been on chemotherapy for 18 years. So four years off and really managing my diet and feeling like my body wasn't falling apart and it wasn't in inflammation and it wasn't in any real crisis. So I didn't orchestrate that, but it certainly was not coincidental, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Actually, you just made me think of, I'm sure you've you've read and followed Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was doing, uh, he did an interview on Ed Milet's podcast recently, and he was talking all about how recently in like the last like or, you know, better part of a decade, they've, people are seeing a lot more like biohacking happening. Like people that have like, like terminal illnesses, people that are like paralyzed, able to walk again, people have terminally sick, like getting better. And he thinks, he thinks it's because of like, people are more in touch with their, their brain. And like, people are learning more about like subconscious versus this manifesting, like this science of manifestation. And, you know, obviously with that, like we know comes human design and it's really about like tapping into like who you really are. Um, so I don't think that's a coincidence at all. I mean, of course, if you're listening to this and you're like, you all are crazy, maybe this just <laughs> isn't your episode, you know? It's fine. Maybe just stop listening here. It's all good. Yeah. We love yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love yeah. you anyway. We do. <laughs> um, that's amazing. So you rebuilt your whole business from the ground up using human design. And how has that been? Pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I, I still, I mean, gosh, I was like, oh, my spleen wants to say something. Wait, no, it doesn't. The experience for me of moving into human design, I mean, I like starting off with it in my business, I did it the same as everybody else. I started, you know, teaching the human design system and speaking to all of the energy types and realized pretty quickly, I don't want to do that. That doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel nice. Um, It was really the first time that I had made a decision purely splenically in my business to say, the only thing that I feel is really correct here is speaking to other manifestors. That's it. That's all I want to do. I'm not interested in talking to any of the other energy types. I can tell you so much about yourself. I'm certified in human design and gene keys. Like I have a wealth of information on all of this, but the only thing that is correct, even though I have built this whole audience that is likely not manifestors, is speak to manifestors. So I pursued that and that has grown into a huge, huge community of manifestors and that's you know, so being, cool. Yeah. I mean, people coming to me as a manifest specialist, it's it's still kind of wild, you know, to just follow a little urge, to just follow a little splenic ping and that evolves into something really magical. So for me, it's been as much of a surprising journey, I think, <laughs> as, as anything else ever has been in my life. It wasn't a strategic approach. Oh, I love that so much. And it's like, it's so true. Cause like, there's been obviously like, I am meant to like respond to things, right? Like I'm like, I respond to life and I've gotten a lot of, it's come around a lot of people going, why don't you like just coach on human design? Cause like I have a coaching (laughs) business. I coach clients all the time and I work with people like in their business. I work with people in their relationships, like, and it's all based in like manifestation and subconscious healing and like all the reframe, all the things. And with that is human design. So many people are like, why don't you just like build with human design? I'm like, I just it doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like I want to just spend all of my time doing that. However, if you work with me, whether it be in a group, like a group setting or one-on-one, we're going to talk about your human design, like first. 
<laughs> that's the building block guys that's where i need to know from. what i'm i need to know i used to ask people what their astrology was which like i still do that's how mm. i got into human design was like i was a huge astrology girl and like when i was approached with human design i was like no 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 I'm a, I get true Sagittarius. I'm like, like, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. And like, then it came back around a bunch and I was like, okay. And then it wasn't until my friend who actually was like, also an astrology girl was like, let me read your human design. And I was like, huh. Turns <laughs> out she's like, she's a six, two manifesting generator. So I'm like, mm. and that is why. <laughs> I understand I now. I understand now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's so crazy. It's like, you have to listen to that. So I just want to like, let's talk like human design for business. Like mm. why is human design so important when you are either starting a business, scaling a business, hiring team, working with others in your opinion, like why is it so important? Everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. It's the fundamental principle of life is that everything is, I mean, it's not even woo woo. It's not spirituality. It's pure science. It's physics. <laughs> everything is an energetic ion. And I think the challenge that we face when we utilize something like business, because it's a really masculine vehicle business, right? It's very structural, it's practical, it's responsive, it's strategic. And I love that about business. It's why I've been in business for so long, but we approach business then strategically. We come into business and say, oh, okay, there must be a one, two, three step strategy here. Like, what do I need to do? What pillars do I need to put in place? And then what system do I follow in order to make this thing successful? And we have a whole freaking online industry set up to capture that for you. And they will respond to you and say, I've got the answer. I've got the answer. I've got the answer. I mean, don't even get me into like the conditioning. That it's the algorithm. That. It's literally it an algorithm. It's the algorithm. It's like the people are not providing you with the answer because there is no one answer to any of this. And that's where we get caught. We then loop around in this trap of, oh, I'll pay this person to find this answer, this strategy that will make my business successful. Oh, I learned that. I tried that. Wait, it didn't work for me. Oh, I must have done something incorrectly. I'll get a different strategy and put that in place when actually all we're doing is this kind of like chase around the track of our energy. We're just trying to find what is the right energetic frequency for me in order to enter into this business. And then I can find a strategy to support it. The strategy is always there to hold it up. The beauty of something like human design is that it just collapses all of that chasing. It says like, you don't have to search to find what your energetic frequency is. Let me hand it to you in a blueprint that is unique and individual to you. It's not generalized. You're not lumped into categories with other people. I mean, the only slightly generalized part is the energy types. And even just at that level, it resonates so deeply and so um, kind of uniquely with people. And depending on what you believe in, you wrote it. Like if you believe that like, like I, I mean, I, and like, obviously, you know, I have people that listen to this. So I have like very, you know, devout Christians. I have people from all over the spectrum that listen to this show. So like, whether it's God, universe, source, Allah, Buddha, like whatever it is that you pray to, like no matter, but like, we all believe that like we were either created or mm -hmm. we co-created. Right. And yeah. yeah, I look at human design as like, oh, there's that book I wrote. 
There it is. There's the roadmap. Yeah, yeah. You are beautifully and wonderfully created. You are designed. You are not random. And I think that human design for me has been the most helpful, even in its complexity, it's simplified. It's a simplified way of language that says, oh, I feel this way. And here is the wording to help me understand exactly what this is and what I can do with it. And when we apply that to something structural like a business, it just, I mean, the, the sky's the limit. Like it removes the chasing for answers. It removes questioning. It removes the time you've got to take to experiment with things and see if they work and learn all the harsh lessons. It makes things a lot uh, easier, more straightforward, more flow, but it also just makes it more fun, right? It doesn't have to be as hard. Like we're conditioned to believe that like entrepreneurship is hard and it's, you know, it's, and it's like, it's not easy. Like it, it definitely takes work and it takes a lot of inspired action and it doesn't have to be hard. And oftentimes when I've, when I found myself in a position in my business, or if I am working with clients that are feeling like it's hard, I'm like, What's the real feeling? Because I'm going to guarantee you the real feeling is either anger, frustration, bitterness, like it's, it's one or disappointed, like it's one of those, right? And so let's actually figure out what the real feeling is, because then we can narrow down and actually figure out like what you should be doing instead. Correct. Correct. If you can just move your energy into alignment, everything else can flow off that point. Right. Right. I have a client. It's so funny that we were talking about this because I have a, a client that um, she just graduated one of my programs. And I do this thing where I bring my alumni onto my show so they get to like talk. And one of the things she said was like, she's a manifesting generator and she does, she's in the wedding industry and she designs, you know, wedding invitations, but she also does like stationery, Like she does like other stationery. She does gifts. She does like all marketing material. She does all this stuff. <laughs> MG. Yeah. Right. And when we've, and they're like the only people that I'm like, you can have 19 different passions. And like, I think they have nothing to do with one another. And somehow you have found a through line and it's so they connect somehow yeah it's so amazing but she you know we were talking in the beginning like when I first started working with her she was like I think I need to niche down everything on the internet is saying I need to find a niche I need to find a niche and I said listen for for like me it's probably helpful for me to at least like find some niche you know like because if I'm doing too much that like I don't actually care about I get very overwhelmed and very frustrated I said for you actually I don't think you should niche down I actually think that you should follow all these different paths because they're they're all really inner, like entertaining and exciting to you. And once she made that switch, like her business, like she had her best month in business. And it's like, because if you tried to keep yourself on the invites only, I only do invites, I only do invites, then you're going to get bored. You're going to get turned off by what you do. And as an MG, she's not meant to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the great irony, I think, is that most people find themselves in that business space of trying to chase that answer to find the right strategy. And more often than not, it ends up being the very opposite of the way that they're designed, right? We kind of have this just universal human experience where the one way that we are really meant to thrive is the one thing that we then do the opposite of and try to force ourselves into a different way of being. I mean, we've got like projectors trying to be generators and it's just, it's, it's madness. I mean, that one shift seems so simple, but it actually sets up a domino fall from there. If you can allow yourself to, to just come into your own lane. Yeah. I mean, and you got generators trying to be manifestors. 
all the time. Oh my god! I'm like, guys, why? I lived as a manifester like this. Oh my god! I lived as a manifester for years. You know, just like Mm -hmm. I have to be the one. Like I have to lead the charge. I have to figure it out. Like it's for up to me to figure out. And it's like, ugh, I was so exhausted all the time. Right. And we've got manifestors struggling with that. Manifestors saying, no, I can't. I can't be the one to initiate. I can't go out on my own. I can't do this new thing. I have to be responding to what the people around me are wanting me to do. It's, I mean, the irony of it just twists my brain all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go through like each type. I think this will be fun. Let's go through like each type and like if you could just give insight on like what kind of work though that type is usually best suited to do, how, you know, what they're probably like in business, like in a, as a leader, as an employee, like uh, let's just talk about each one. Cause I know that there's, and listen, if you're listening to this, like, obviously we're not going to go into each type and talk about like what each type is. We've done that on this show a lot and you can go back and you can listen to all of the other human design episodes we've done to really learn like about each type from a general perspective. So if you're confused, maybe like this is the time to pause and go listen to that and then come back to this one so that you're like, I don't understand. Figure out your human design before you listen to this episode. So you know who we're talking. Like we know when we're talking, you know, when we are talking to you. <laughs> so good. So good. Say that 10, say that 10 times fast. Um, <laughs> you got it. It was smooth. <laughs> okay. So if I'm a manifester, let's start there since that's your bread and butter. If I'm a manifester, what kind of work am I best set, like set up to do? Anything that does not make you respond to other people all the time. You got to be separate. You got to be separate in business. So most often a manifesto will not do well in a coaching space. Yeah. We can have a nuance of that, right? Like a teaching um, mentoring where people are not so up close and not so frequently in our space for manifest is any kind of business where we are able to just come out and have a big impact, right? We come out very briefly, big impact, light all the fireworks, and then we disappear and nobody wants anything from us for a really long time. That's what will ideally be the best for us. Beyond consulting, that, right? Like that's kind of like yeah, a good like yeah. consulting job. Right. Consulting. Um, You can even like run a course live and then just set it up as passive after that. We have to have some connection to the thing when we have first done it. But it's like, I want to come out and give 10% of what I'm able. And then the 90% is just me resting. It's just me giving it back to me. So really understanding that when you give too much, you actually dilute your ability. You dilute what you can give people, what people are able to receive from you. A little bit from a manifester is a whole lot to other people. Yeah. But beyond that, there is no boundary for a manifester. It's just, you can teach human design. You can be an artist, a singer, a gardener, uh, like whatever, wherever your urges take you, because Every single urge that a manifesto receives is going to be completely different from the last one, completely different. So when you're in something like a digital online business, just allowing yourself to be under a really wide umbrella is the most helpful because then you don't have to think about changing your identity, changing your label, changing your, you know, your niche, quote unquote. You know, for me, I operate under spirituality. That's it. So I'll talk about anything underneath that. If I think it applies to business, great. I'll do it with business. If it's energetics, great. I'll do energetics. If it's limiting beliefs, great. If it's human design, great. Right. So that wherever my urges are taking me, it always 
applies. Um, so same thing, like go really wide, call yourself an artist, call yourself a teacher, right? For us, we don't, we don't have to stick to the one lane. We really just want that kind of, that external title taken care of. So we say, hey, you got a general idea of what I'm about when I come in. And then as soon as you get in here, I'm going to surprise you because I'm surprising myself as I go along. Right. I And I feel like with a lot of manifestors that I know, like they're unintentional leaders. Oh, like, yeah, always. Like yeah. so unintentional. Like you, you, you have the answers and you make a big impact and then naturally people want to follow you. So like, you know, I always say like, that's why we have like, you know, a lot of manifestor messaging is like spread throughout the world because they're like in positions of power. But then you have these manifestors who are like, wait, I actually didn't want this many people to be like relying on me. (laughs) So yeah, we don't, we don't put ourselves in positions of leadership. In fact, it's um, that often removes our peace from us and can be one of the things that really undoes us in business. I think of us more as facilitators and initiators, right? If we can be, um, yeah, be responsible for communities or networks or, you know, spaces of big impact. Absolutely. As long as that is still set up to allow us to very much like the six two, just pull away and say, you can be here and you can follow me if you're inspired by me. I don't fully understand why you're inspired by me, but cool. Like hang around and watch what I do and get on board, but don't rely on me. Because right. I'm not here for you to need me at all. Right. Yeah. Do you, I, it's so funny that you said you were a nurse because I have a really good friend. She's definitely listening to this and she's going to know I'm talking about her. Hi, friend. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a nurse and she's a manifester and she, I think she's an ego manifester and she is a nurse and she's really tired all the time. And I'm like, I'm like, you have, you've put yourself in positions where a lot of people need you and are relying on you. And I think that's why you're tired, but like, talk about like the, the act for it. Like, what does it look like for a manifester to get out of that? Like you kind of mentioned, like you can create an online, like if you're in the coaching space, like instead of just doing live one-on-one coaching all the time, create a space, create something and then sell it passively, like pre-recorded trainings, like stuff like that. Right. But then what about like, what about in places like a nurse or a doctor or like, how do, how do they find that balance in those professions? To be really honest, it's nearly impossible, right? We're, we're looking at things in that more classic nine to five space or the employment career space. We're looking at things that are generator systems, right? They're, they're built for sacral beings. They're built for people who can be responsive, who get lit up by responsive, responding, sorry, people who get satisfied by completing things and by working hard, who have physical energy, um, who don't mind, you know, being directed as long as it's in a, you know, a, a safe environment to do so. And all of those things are just the opposite of what manifestors need. And I think that there are just, there are very, very few ways that a manifestor can make that work for themselves, they really need to be in a position of power where they have autonomy in the way that they can choose what they do. You know, I have some amazing people in my community who who work in like a corporate space, like lawyers, um, you know, HR managers, but it's because they've worked themselves into a position where they have free choice. They're like where a they partner can negotiate. The firm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they can negotiate and say, actually, I'm going to do these hours. I'm only going to do these tasks. If you want the best from me, this is what I've got to offer. 
in in a field like nursing or or anything kind of at that level of employment you are you know one person in a very giant system yeah. and unfortunately it just doesn't always mesh so i do find that mostly manifestors need to step outside of the system and say i can take what I know, I can take what skill set I've got and I can shape it into something where I do have autonomy outside of the system, right? So I can be a nurse where I consult in my own business or I contract, even looking at doing things like being an agency nurse where you're not employed at one place all the time. Maybe like a travel nurse. Right. You, you have to some ability to yeah. manage your own schedule. That will be a starting point to, to kind of giving yourself a bit of a taste of that freedom. Yeah. 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 That's one thing I suggested. I'm like, what about like a travel nurse? Like something that you can like move around and you're not like stuck in one place where people are going to start to rely on you. And it's just so, in- Ugh, that's so fascinating. Okay. So let's say, what about like, let's, let's do the energy types last. Cause that's going to be, that's, it'll be fun. What about like a reflector? Let's go there. Like that 1%, yes. like who are those people in business? They're fun in <laughs> My business. God, Who are those people in business? I mean, they're amazing. I amazing. love reflectors and they're so unique. I mean, even just the ability to come across a reflector in business is something pretty phenomenal because there are not many of them. Um, the best example that I know of is actually Skinny Confidential. I don't know if you've seen Skinny Confidential, yep. huge following. Yeah, but, you know, she's a reflector and she's such an awesome example because she reviews things, processes them, and then mirrors them back to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> says, I mean, look at Dear Media. What I processed, right. I mean, look what Dear Media turned into. Like, it's all... Yeah a mirror. Like it's, it was literally like, here's what I did. Here's what's happening around me. And like, now let's put it back out into the world. And now she has this huge media company. Correct. Correct. So, I mean, for reflectors, it's all environmental. Yeah. Whatever they're going to be reflecting back is going to be what is happening around them in their environment. I know some amazing reflectors in business who do like, they have crystal businesses or they have like um, environmental sustainability consulting businesses. And all of those are not necessarily because it's a deeply burning passion of theirs that they've had since childhood. It's because that's the environment that they've been kind of saturated in for a while. And they start reflecting that back and feeling, feeling really delighted with that, feeling really surprised with, oh, wow. Like I, I, I have some wisdom. I feel like wisdom is not the right word. I insight think they almost like, yeah, yeah, like this, depth and insight. There's a truth to what they're sharing. It's like, I'm just here to pull back the veil. That's it. And I don't need to do anything else other than that. I'm just going to expose whatever is here in a very kind of gentle, almost rhythmic way. Yeah. I mean, structurally in their business, they really do best being in a position where they're not at the front where they're not always the people making the decisions, choosing the strategy. They do best kind of like as the like the little backroom guru. It's like, I just do my little thing. <laughs> I have, I know what my skill set is. And then I have all of these people around me like a shield who manage my social media, who make the strategic decisions, who do all of the branding, who make the content, right? Um, and I just, I just drop my insights in like where I'm just it's the necessary. creative. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Yeah. basically. I mean, they're always going to do well if their environment is correct. Yeah. I have a friend who's a reflector and she, 
she's like a medium and she does a lot of work with like the supernatural and like, it's so good for her because literally she's just like feeling out what's around her and she's just letting people know. And like, she does it in such a way that's like so compassionate and like she's helped people connect with, you know, people that have passed on and it's just like, it's so cool. I mean, it's just the coolest and they have like really special energy. And I feel like reflectors are like, they are really gravitated towards like generators and MGs. Cause like we give them that, like, yeah, that excitement. Well, they have none of their own. Yeah. None, none. So it's like, it's really fun when I've, I've come across a few reflectors and that it's true. Like they're just really good at their one thing. They provide the insight they need to provide. And I feel like with a, with a reflector, if you, if you are a reflector and you you know that you're a chameleon, like somewhere mm. in you, you know that you can like exist in many different spaces. You can be successful in many different spaces as long as you are like delighted and surprised by it. Right. Yeah. I think the beautiful thing about reflectors is that, you know, as non-sacral beings, they're actually quite steady. Yeah. Manifestors are not steady at all. We're really unpredictable. Reflectors are, are quite stable really because they once they can identify this is the thing in my space that really surprises me that really delights me that really gives me not like a glow or a spark or a peace or a joy but it just is my calm it's just kind of you know like reflectors in alignment have this kind of softness to them there's a sort of effortlessness to they a reflector. Yeah, they, they do. Float. They just kind of float around. Yeah. yeah. Whatever makes you feel like that is the thing that you are mirroring back. And I think for most reflectors, they don't understand that the insights that they are seeing, other people are not seeing them. Right. right? That's such a good point. Go explain that more because that's so true. Right. It's much, it's a lot like that six line, right? The things that seem really obvious because they're just intuitive. They just exist. Like this just, this is the truth. This is the wisdom. This, this is the known. For the vast majority of people, it's actually not. They don't, they don't see that. They don't, you know, looking at the medium example, most people cannot and do not and have no ability to start connecting right, with a spiritual entity that wants to communicate with them or, or even any of that kind of spiritual realm, that behind the veil existence of alternative energies for a, a reflector, that might be just so normal, so, so common normal. sense, so standard. Bring that, bring that. Like what is so obvious to you that people get surprised by when you share it with them? That's an awesome place to start in business. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. Like she just, the way that this friend of mine talks about spiritual entities and like her communication with like the spiritual realm, like people are like, what? And she's like, and it's like, (laughs) she says it, she almost just says it. Like she's telling you how to like make a latte. Like she's just so, (laughs) yeah. And then I say hi to them and then I check to make sure that they're okay. And then I remind them that it's a safe space and it's like, okay. But like most people don't talking to a ghost. (laughs) Like that's not the average daily experience for people. But they're like, really? I mean, I honestly feel like that in some ways as a six too. Like there's some things that I'm like, oh, of course. And people are like, no, what? I'm like, oh yeah, of course this is, yes, this makes sense to me. Like it's, it is like kind of like a six two almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much that like role model experience. I don't know how I know. I just simply 
know. I just do. And I'm kind of surprised that nobody else knows this. Like shocked. Like, wow, your life could be so much easier if you did. Correct. Yeah. And I can't tell you how I came to this information. It just, it, it exists. It's within me. It simply is here. So if I can allow myself to share it, especially share it in a way that allows me to receive financial gain from that, then that makes it a fair exchange. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about projectors. Cause they're when we talk about leaders and guiders and people that are here to teach us, like look no farther than a projector. Cause like, they're just the best I love it, projectors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love a projector. I'm biased cause my son's one, but I love a yeah. projector. <laughs> I am surrounded oh, by projectors. I'm like, wait, you mean I don't have to work my ass off all day, every day. Okay. Let's go to the beach. Sure. Aren't they just, aren't they the best reminders that like sometimes a good nap is all you need. It's amazing. Okay, we're going to lie down. Cool. Let's do that. It's so I mean, great. the best projectors in the world are the ones like you go to their social media of like a projector who's like very successful. Like, you know them and you know that they're very successful and you look at their Instagram and you're like, wow, it seems like you don't work. Like, it really feels like all you're <laughs> doing is like living your best life and going to brunch and like walking your dogs. Like that is literally what your life looks like. But I know that you're very successful. So if you could teach me that, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be awesome. And they'll be like, I want to teach you. Let me, you, did you just invite me to teach you something? I'm so here for it, right? I, I think hands down, our projectors are the best coaches. They're, oh, in yeah. the whole of the coaching industry, projectors are always going to be the best people to coach you. And they Agreed. love it. They love it. As long as they can set up a coaching business that doesn't require them to do like, you know, back to back seven coaching calls a day. Yeah. Where they're measured with their energy. They maybe take on less clients for a higher amount um, where they utilize a lot of uh, putting their knowledge into things that don't require them to be live. Right. So like, guys write PDFs and eBooks and mini courses and, you know, then take high-end clients for your one-on-one work or your internet container work. Anything that allows you to be upfront with guiding people and teaching people literally in whatever area you know a shit ton about. That's it. You just have to know a lot about it. Because that's your rabbit hole. Like that's the vortex. That's the doorway for projectors. If you love it, if you know a lot about it, you have the ability to teach other people. So I think that the online industry is set up beautifully for projectors as long as they can stop trying to be generators. That would be awesome, right? Like stop trying to respond to everything, to work harder, to push out more, to take more clients, to create more courses, to do more content. Just slow it down, that's where the success exists for you. Yeah. Like when you stop comparing yourself to the the way anyone else is doing business and you just like, like you said, lean into that genius that you have, that like area of knowledge that you just have so much to give and focus on that. Yeah. Because the level of detail that a projector can, can see and then oh communicate gosh. is is phenomenal. I mean, that's oh why gosh. they make amazing teachers. Yeah. yeah. I will often go to a projector. If I'm not seeing something within myself, I'll go to a projector and say, what do you see? And they'll, they'll list off like a litany <laughs> things because they oh, have yeah. that penetrating aura. Like that's what their energy is designed to do. And that's what makes them feel really validated and recognized and successful. Yeah. I mean, really like, I mean, yeah, one of my 
best mentors is a projector. And like, she just has this way of seeing things that you're just like, I would have never even thought of that. And you, you explained it in a way that just makes it seem so simple. And like, thank you for that. Because I would have just kept spinning my wheels and like burning the candle at both ends as I do. And like, thank goodness you were able to just show me that. And I think the, like when you can always tell when a projector is out of alignment in business because they get, Mm -hmm. they like are very closed off and they're not sharing with people what they're really good at. And they're like, well, no, like they have that, like, well, nobody wants to know what I know any, like nobody wants my (laughs) opinion anyway, attitude. And you're like, Yeah. And like, you know, if that's happening, people are like, oh, that person just thinks they know it all. And I'm like, y'all, a projector does know it all. Like you do genuinely do. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. And, you know, when they're out of alignment, they can be really abrasive, really, really abrasive. They're either like up in your face telling you like completely uninvited, you know, this is what's wrong and this is what you've got to correct. And this is this way everything's falling apart for you. Or they're just they're behind like a cold brick wall. Yeah. Right. That's like, I I am superior and I am incredible and I'm not going to tell you anything, which really just comes from a place of insecurity. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, so as a, if you're a projector, like leadership roles, coaching roles, spaces where you can be invited to share your expertise is going to be, I mean, but they're like the new age leader, right? Like they're like, they're like that And I think as the world changes more, this is something I've been like talking about a lot lately. Like I think as the world shifts more to like more online spaces, more online businesses, that's where projectors are really going to be able to strut their stuff because they're like, that's where they, they, oh, I can, I can coach online and I can like do a call and then I can go take a nap. Like, and I can do the whole thing in my pajamas. Like awesome. (laughs) Right. Right. I get to do it lighter and easier. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I I think that projectors, much like manifestors and reflectors, really need to understand in business, you are going to need support. You are going to need somebody around you. I personally don't believe in the whole narrative about like non-sacrals always need a sacral in their business because otherwise how does anything get done? I don't have any sacrals in my team. You know, the times that I have had sacrals, it's been a nightmare, right? Because they're, they're so busy trying to like catch up and respond to everything that it makes things messy. But I do think that projectors, you know, you need somebody to just support you. You need somebody to do the work that you energetically are just not available to do, whether that's managing your social media, whether it's being your VA, whether it's doing your books, whatever it might be, just understand that you don't have to do everything because it's actually somebody not to drive good you there you to do everything. Yeah. Somebody to drive right? you to the event because you're probably going to be late if you don't. Correct. Correct. You know, just get somebody in your corner, right? Think of that person as your your cheerleader who is going to be able to pick up the pieces that you are not energetically available to get to. And also to just remind you to stop and to slow down. Like for us poor little non-sacral beings, we genuinely don't know when enough is enough. We just do not We don't have any trigger, any threshold, no intuitive knowing. We got nothing. It's like a blank space in there. So most often we will do too much. And when we've done too much, then we realize, oh, whoa, I'm really burnt out. What the hell happened? Because I thought that I was slowing down. So just having someone around you to reflect that back in and remind you is is a really helpful um, strategic move in terms of staffing in your business. 
Yeah, because I think we live in a society, right, that tells you like you have to be productive all the time. Otherwise, you are not worthy of success. Like the, the amount of success you will have is directly correlated to how many hours you work in a day. And that's just yeah. like, A, that's just bullshit anyway. But B, yeah. for a projector and I mean, and manifestors, like that's like, that's a nail in the coffin. That's like that projector all of a sudden is like, I can't keep up with this. I can't, I'm not going to be successful. Like they get really turned off and bitter, obviously bitter. Yeah. And there is always more to do business, especially entrepreneurial business is one of those spaces where there is never an end right. to the stuff that you need to do. I mean, you can work a hundred hours a week. I have, you know, in the past worked a hundred hour weeks and there is still not an end. You never reach the end of your list. So understanding that um, more will always exist in business and it, it never needs to be completed. You can right. just and move and flow through it. Right. And getting people like outsourcing for to sure. have people help oh, you yeah. with the things that you're not interested in. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of those kind of uh, like illusions, isn't it? That we think if I outsource this stuff, then I'm going to lose my money. If I just do it by myself, then I'll get more money. But the truth is, especially for non-sacrals, the more you outsource, the more money you bring in because yeah. you free up your energy. It makes you more magnetic. You bring things in in easier alignment. So just do it. Even if you can only afford to pay somebody $50 a month, just do that. Start with that. It's going to yield bigger things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that as a sacral, like I've, I used to try to do it. I mean, let's move on to generators. Like I feel like I used to say yes to everything, everything. Yeah. Cause I can, cause I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I've now learned the power of outsourcing and it's, it's, I don't need to, like, it's not that I, it's not that I don't know how to do it. It's that I quite literally would rather eat glass <laughs> than deal with my books. You know, like I would rather yeah. eat glass. So I'm going to outsource that so that I can create more space for joy. Right. Yeah. I think that generators in business are working so hard to be manifesting generators, right. To take up that initiating so energy. Like if I can just do more, if I can do everything, if I can start these fires all over the place, then it's going to be better. I'm going to get more money. I'm going to get more clients. I'm going to get more growth. And the opposite is true. I, I think out of all of the types, the ones that I've seen struggle with the simplest truth, the most is actually generators. Because when we say to generators, Hey, you are here for mastery. You're here for a zone of genius. Like pick the thing, the thing that really makes you freaking excited. Like the one thing that you're like, my body is on fire for this. It zings. Yeah. Understanding that you might, you might change that, right? You might go through 300, 3,000, 100,000 things before you recognize what the thing is. That's cool. Do that. Experiment. Be adventurous. But ultimately, you're going to land in a place where you then come to that thing over and over again and you refine it and you master it. And each time you do, it satisfies you more and more and more and more and more. And that's so different from our manifesting generators. And I think just our poor generators, I think you're so conditioned to think that being an MG is where it's at when actually like we need generators to be the masters. We, right, you're, you guys are not, I, I hate that generators get referred to as like the builders, right? They're like the worker bees. No, you're not. <laughs> like, 
generators are the people who create the sunlight. Right. Yeah. You create the warmth. We don't know what joy is. We don't know what satisfaction is without generators, but we need you to follow the thing that lights you up, that sparks you, that makes you feel like you are sunlight so that you can then radiate it on to the rest of us. That's, that's where you exist in alignment. And I think too, I think like I used to, so when I learned that I was like, wait, so like, I can't be like a multi-passionate person. And then I was like, wait, yes, I can. I just have to make sure that that like multi-passion is all in the same line of what absolutely turns me on. And so like my whole life, I like, I've done a lot of different things. I currently do like a few different things. And so like, I started off as a professional dancer and then I moved into the theater space and then I moved into like the, the acting space. And then I did some choreography and then I moved into fitness and I, I taught, I've, you know, I've been in the fit corporate, like fitness teaching world for the last 10 years. And then it moved more into, I actually like built to the top of a network marketing company. And I started to really lead people and all these things. And I've realized like my through line is that like, I am here, my passion, my purpose on this planet is to help people to live the absolute best life that they can. And I'm going to do that in a lot of different ways. I'm going to do that through human design. I'm going to do that through a podcast. I'm going to do that through coaching. I'm going to do that through teaching fitness, but it follows that same joy, like that one passion. I am a master at helping people to live their best life. And I mean, I'm also like the right angle cross of education. So like, well, there you go. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like vibrancy to me. Yes. You know, how do I bring that to people? It's the, the model with which a generator uses is not the important thing. That's, that's an illusion. It doesn't matter whether you are, you know, doing it through whatever courses or coaching or maybe you're writing a vet. you're or, a doctor yeah, like whatever who cares and you can move you can shift that around but you are here to master one particular frequency one particular kind of message and existence bring that to people if you need freshness if you need newness great right. shift up shift up the wrapping paper on the gifts. Yeah. I think that generators effortlessly succeed when they do that. They effortlessly succeed. And that can be challenging for a lot of other people to look at because it's like, oh, you you mean they only have to follow the things that make them happy and then it succeeds. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, I think that that's harder than it sounds in a world that has told you forever that you can't do the things that make you happy because it's not responsible and you need to do the things that you're obligated to do because that's your role here. I mean, that's, that's a pretty difficult identity to shift out of. Oh my gosh. Well, it's like, I, and it's crazy because like when I built in a network marketing company, I didn't realize, like I went from like the beginning of that company to the very, very top level of management in 11 months. And like average is like five to 10 years. Like it's a long time. And I, people are like, well, how she must've had a lot of followers. Like, oh, you're a fitness professional. And only now, uh, like given how much I've learned and like how passionate I've become of human design, I'm like, no, it's because when I started that, my frequency was that I was helping people get healthy. I was also helping people to become better versions of themselves and make money. And ultimately that 
was, is what I'm here for. So like, obviously it just like worked. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, of course that's shifted and that's like, that's, that's mutated and it's like turned into other things. And like, now it's like a coaching business and now it's a podcast and you know, it's like, it's like you said, different wrapping paper. And I'm still a Sagittarius, like sun and moon. So like, there's always going to be a lot of things, right? Like you can't, can't hold baby in the corner ever. (laughs) But like, yeah, but baby, no matter where baby's sitting in the room, she's still a dancer, you know, like it's, it's, it's so true the way that you say that. I mean, I, I think that generators too, we tend to think like, oh, well, if I'm here for mastery, then I should create my own course or I should create something. And like, maybe, if that's exciting to you, but like also you could also just like go be a doctor. You could also go be, you know, you could be an accountant. If that, if that is where you can master and feel joy, go be an accountant, go be a director, like be whatever yeah. you want. As long as that thing is turning you on. Yeah. Like that's 100%. What, like, like my whole coaching business is now centered around like helping people to use their intuition to find a full body. Yes. Like that is like what I'm here for. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Once you find it, you're like, well, that was easy. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't think that generators classically are our creators. I think you're amplifiers. Yeah. Right? And I think that we catch the vision. As, we don't create it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that, that is just so necessary. It's yeah. so necessary because I mean, for somebody like me as a manifester, if I don't have amplifiers around me, then my work is redundant. Yeah. All I can do is create it. All I can do is initiate it. That's it. I can just get it out and get it started. I can't amplify it. I can't turn up the volume. I can't engage it with people and connect it with people. This is the kind of the beautiful harmony of all of the types working together. And in a space like business, if you can recognize Oh, like this is where I thrive and I am part of a huge ecosystem here. Like I don't have to be doing the same thing as everybody else because they're all doing their things. And much like the MGs, right, doing a million things at once, somehow this all comes together in cohesion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somehow this all yeah. comes together in a way that is progressive and healing and transformational for us as a collective and generators play such a key role in that. If you, if you want to ever step into understanding or experiencing like quantum mastery, the ability to jump, like leap quickly in one field, check out a generator in alignment and borrow some of their energy because you guys have really got it going on. And honestly, it'll feel like fun along the way. It is (laughs) fun. It is fun. I don't get tired when I'm in alignment. And like, you know, of course, then you deal with your childhood trauma of like thinking you need to be busy all the time. So it's a, that's a balance, but you know, it's still, and I always think, so like moving on kind of to like manifesting generators, I always like, cause people always go, what's the difference? I'm like, well, I always like explain like manifesting generators are more of like the hair and the generators are more of the tortoise, like the tortoise and the hair. Like it's that, it's that kind of relationship. And like one of my best friends is a manifesting generator and we just hosted our first retreat together. She is a writer. She is a photographer. She is a past life regression medium. Like she can like read your past life. She can read your cross regression. Oh, and like all of those, and now she's also like a retreat host and like (laughs) all of those things somehow are like, yeah, that's, that's Kelly. She just, it just makes, yeah, it just works. And she's very quick to like learn something. She masters things quickly. 
And I think like, you can tell me your opinion too. And I think with manifesting generators, they try the things that they pick up manifesting generators out of alignment have a really hard time putting things down that they no longer need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, how yeah. does a manifesting generator best work? Like, I mean, obviously they're never like, if you can't, if you're listening to this, like they're never going to be like the person who becomes an accountant and stays an accountant their whole life. Like that's just, <laughs> Oh God, please don't. If you're an MG and you're in that space, please leave. Yeah. <laughs> like please. Pick up a hobby or three pick up or a 10. Hobby or, yeah. Or yeah. 10. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So how does a, how does an MG best like work in business? I think that the best description of, of MGs are that they're generators on steroids, right? Like your, your generators that have done a few lines of cocaine because you are just like so lightning speed and you are erratic. The best thing for, for MGs to do is to lean in to the madness, mm. lean into the, the chaos, the weirdness, right? When they try to refine themselves and box things into one lane and um, be safe. And even, I love that you touched on it. The biggest Achilles heel for them is to get so caught up with being busy, right? I'm doing all of the things and it's great because I'm super busy because MGs are the only people that actually can sustain a lifetime busy. of busy forever. You can do it from birth all the way through to death. And the only difference is like you won't collapse. You won't fall apart. You can keep going with that. The only difference is when you're in that space, you're out of alignment and the MG out of alignment, I think is the most destructive energy because they're they're this wall of force right so it's like great power great responsibility that force can be it's it can destroy everything it's super self-sabotaging incredibly it will destroy you it will destroy your business it will destroy your relationships your family your health your career right it's like you're taking a blowtorch to everything simply because you're just filling up every ounce of time throughout the day with doing things. So I think that MGs always need to remember at your core, you're a generator. You are still a generator. You still have to be joyful. You still have to be lit up by what you're doing. Like just because you can pick up that extra responsibility doesn't mean you should. Mm -mm. And it's, it's ultimately in in the end, it's horrible for everyone. If you do, Uh, which is the same way as a generator. Like if yes. you invite me to something that I say yes to, that I didn't want to say yes to, I'm going to show up. I'm going to yawn the whole time and I'm going to yeah. be miserable. And then everyone else around me is going to be miserable. Like it's best for, Correct. I think, generators and MGs to step up. Like if you know that your energy is not contributing positively to this space, step away. It's better for yeah. everyone. Yeah. You guys are like our weather system, right? You can either bring the sunlight or you can bring the thunderstorm, you know, watch what you're bringing to places because- People, people need you to be the sunlight, right? We need you to, to magnify that warmth for all of us. And that starts with you understanding your own energy. I think, you know, for MGs in business, recognizing that, yes, as the foundation point, work out what you're responding to. Look at it on that, like the sacral scale of how much does this light me up? right? This thing that I'm dealing with right now in this moment, is this a 10 out of 10 light me up? Or is this a one out of 10 or a five out of 10? Like how much am I actually into this? And how much am I excited by this? Because if it's anything less than a whole body, yes. I mean, just that, that statement, like if it's, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Like 
that's a sacral statement, guys. Non-sacrals never feel that. Never. <laughs> We're like, not, we don't feel it in our bodies. Like a yes or a no, okay? And, I, you know, whereas a generator might do that in a kind of wider expansion, like a wider boat, be like, oh, is this theme, this thing that I'm following, is that really lighting me up? And MG might have to answer that 25 times a day because you have 25 different things that you are working within. And then that, that manifest energy, right. That brings it in and says, Oh, I'm going to do things for a short period of time. And then I'm bored and I'm out. Right. So we've got MGs who can show up predominantly as generators with like, I'm responding to the things that light me up. I'm building them. I'm mastering them. I'm spreading sunlight around to everybody. However, I'm not going to stick at it. Like when I'm done, I'm done. Correct. I'm here to initiate it. I'm getting it started. I'm lighting the fires and then I'm out. And you might see me a hundred kilometers down the road doing something completely different in the next five minutes, because that's what feels good to me. I often view like manifesting generators in alignment in business are like, um, you know, when you see like, and you know, with this old house, like in your neighborhood on a big lot and it hasn't been touched for years and years and it gets demolished and then it just sits there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like this empty lot and everyone, you drive past it every day and you're like, what What are they going to do with that? Who bought that? What is that thing? And then it's like overnight. It's a shopping drive mall. drive down that street. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> they just built like an, MG. an apartment block. Oh, oh my like, gosh, that is so an MG. That, that is. From? Yeah, there's this like surprise ninja element to the MG. So they are feeling it boil in the background. They're getting like that manifest urge to say, ooh, like go this direction. This feels fun. This feels new. What can we build and create and initiate over here? But on the outside, it's just like, la, 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 bam. There it is. They're like popcorn. They are. And (laughs) they are. It's like the heat generating and then pop, it's out. And by the time you've seen the, the whole finished product, they're done they're out. They're on to the next thing. Yeah. I, manifesting generators are our true multitaskers. They they're are like the, the perfect entrepreneur. Like they really like are. Multi-passionate yeah. entrepreneur. If you are yeah. a manifesting generator, become a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Do all the things. All the the things. only metric you need to follow is does this actually fully light me up? Yes. And that could be two things, 10 things, a hundred things. doesn't matter how many. Yeah. I feel like I always imagine like, like difference between, cause like as a generator, like you said, does this theme light me up? Right. Like, like I don't necessarily love this exact action right now, but I can put it in context and know that the end result is going to be what I love. So I'm going to like, I can just like stick through this and I don't have a thousand things that I'm juggling. So like, it's okay. Cause I still have that generator energy so I can like get through it and then it'll end up making me happy. I always think of that like cleaning, like I hate cleaning. It's not a, it's a full body. No. However, I like the feeling of a clean house is like the ultimate yes for me. So I'm yeah, like, are sure. you satisfied once you've cleaned? Right. So like, sure, I can just clean, I can get it over with. It's fine, whatever. Or I'll just hire someone to do it. If I, you know, if I'm in the mood for that, where I feel like with manifesting generators, because I always imagine them as like a server with like a thousand plates on their, on their (laughs) trays. And like, it's, it's fine. They got it. But if they put one more plate on that tray, it's going to collapse. And I feel like 
that's what manifesting generators in business really have to understand is like, yes, you probably could put that plate on there, but at what cost to you? So like you said, you're asking yourself, does this bring me joy 25 times a day? Because it's like that saying yes to that one thing that doesn't actually light you up is actually going to have a ripple effect and like cannonball and it's going to affect everything else in that space that you're doing. And maybe you can't just like add one more thing. Like you have to ask yourself that. And I think once a manifesting generator really learns how to do that, like I, I've never met someone who has better boundaries than a manifesting generator who like knows what they can handle and what they can't. Oh yeah. I mean, they have big, big energy and it takes work to honor that and to master that and be responsible for it. But you know, I got to tell you, as like a, a non-sacral, especially as a manifester who recognizes the familiarity of that energy, mm. being around an aligned manifesting generator is the single most powerful energetic exchange you could oh have. Gosh. Like they are grounded. Oh, having her as a business partner and like creating retreats with her, like it was magic and it flowed so effortlessly and like it just happened. And we were like finished the weekend and we were like, wow, like that was epic. And it really wasn't that hard. Like we just did it, you know? And like, she's really good at the one-on-ones. I'm really good at the group stuff. And it's like, it just flowed so perfectly. And it's so true. Like even for a generator who has, like, I have that sacral energy, like the added, like, of a manifesting generator, I'm like, <gasps> like it's, it turns me on. It's like so exciting, you know? <laughs> right. It turns all of us on. Yeah. All of us. But, you know, like when, when they're out of alignment, it's that same impact, but it creates chaos. It's where there's disorganization and things are not quite lining up. And I often find like MGs out of alignment are very similar to projectors. Like that yes. combination of frustration and anger often comes across like bitterness where they're just like, it never works for me. Like I'm the victim and nobody everything supports else me. is wrong. Yeah. Like nobody sees me and nobody, I can't get into this right. Like, and actually it's, it's just bigger. because you, it's like a it's bigger, so magnified like with a projector. Yeah. It's like amplified from a projector. Cause like when a projector does it, like if you're close to them, you're like, Ooh, Mm-hmm. something's, something's out of alignment here. Someone's not listening to you. Someone's not asking you for your help. Like you're not putting yourself out there enough. And it's like somebody close to them would recognize that. But most of the world would like not notice MGs. Like it is the shot heard around the world. Like everyone oh my knows. Gosh. Yeah. 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 You can feel it like a ripple effect through everything that you do. And it, it, it is a really destabilizing energy. So if an MG is out of alignment and they're involved in some kind of group setting group program, group facilitation, like your energy can really undermine what's going on. Um, but at the same time, on the flip side, if, if you are really honoring your energy and you're in alignment, like your energy takes something from amazing to stratospheric, like it's life-changing, life-changing. Yeah. It's, it, you are, you are the transformers of, of all of us. So I, you know, it's hard to put put MGs in a box in business. Cause you, like, it's you like could the be last anything. thing they should do. <laughs> right. Like I just say, you, I just tell them, I just tell an MG, I'm like, if you have a career, have a lot of passions. If you can correct. get out of your career and create like a business and multiple businesses and actually become just an entrepreneur, probably best. Generally the better way to go. Yeah. Like, and if you want to be a coach, but you also want to run a network marketing business in that. And then you also want to be like an artist and create sculptures and, and, you know, teach at the local high school. Great. 
do all of it. Do all of it in one place. Have the same, same social media. Do it all on the one social media. Let everybody see all of the crazy, wild, wonderful things that you do. Um, I think that's another area that MGs in business get caught with. They think, oh, everything that I do has to have be a different business. Right. Nope. Yes. Like a all different website, does. a different, I'm like, no, <laughs> I actually said that to my friend who's an MG. I was like, no, put it all on the same website. Like when I yeah. go to kellybulch.com, she's going to laugh so hard when she hears this. But when I go to kellybulch.com, I want to see like your book. I want to see how I book a reading with you. I want to see your photography. I want to see everything because it's epic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like a buffet for the rest yes. of us. We come in and we're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, this is all you can eat. Look at all of these things I can do in this person. You don't need to dissect yourself into different businesses and different niches and different pathways. Like you can be all of the complication and all of the, um, the duality, the dichotomy of all of it, all in one place. And that makes you more magnetic. Yeah. So learn to embrace that, that mess because it's really, it's intoxicating for the rest of us. It is. Every MG is listening to this right now going, see, see, I told you. I knew I, I should have picked up that third hobby. Yes, I, I should. I should have done it. They you call, go they're going to, they're going to do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, and they'll be like, I mastered crocheting tonight while I was tonight. watching a Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, sure you did. Yeah. That makes sense. That tracks. Thanks guys. Yeah. Uh, Holly, you are like, uh, I could literally, I mean, this is probably the longest episode I've done in a long time. And so, but I know everybody's still listening because they were waiting for their type or their boyfriend or their girlfriend's type to be mentioned, you know, or like their boss, like they were waiting for their, like someone's type to be mentioned. Yes. Um, I just adore you. I think that you're so Thank brilliant. You. And, um, it's like, it's always so nice to talk to people who just like get this, like we're it's, mm. it's second nature at this point. So I know people are going to want to come and work with you. I know that they're going to want to see your world. So how can we find you? How can we work with you? Tell us all the things. Well, I, I'm mostly on Instagram because I'm a manifester and that's the only place that I really enjoy being. Everything else just feels boring. So you can find me on Instagram or my website. I'm at the Holly Marie or the Holly As I mentioned earlier, I specialize in manifestors. So that's pretty much where all of my work is geared towards. It's teaching manifestors, facilitating things for manifestors. Well, I actually do quite a bit of stuff as well for people who know manifestors, work with manifestors, parent manifestors, are, you know, married to manifestors, helping you understand us because, you know, our closed aura, it's tricky. It's really tricky for us and for everyone else. So uh, kind of one of my current excitements is really helping facilitate an understanding of that. For people, it's very like, I'm a four, six, you know, I'm really like, let's build the intimacy in the relationship. <laughs> like, let's communicate with each other. So if you have a manifester in your space or you are a manifester, you're very welcome to come over to the community and just see wherever my current urge is taking me. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. I mean, and like, I feel like manifestors are, we, you need a space because you're expected to operate like generators or manifesting generators all the time. And it's like, you're a very small percentage of the population. So there yeah, needs to be a space. You know, we're kind of weird. We're pretty different. We're pretty unusual. We're, I think we're the only type that really is just very, very different from everyone else. So, I mean, I like what we've got coming up at the moment is we're doing a lot of money work. We're doing kind of two months of just straight manifest a money content um, to reopen our money program, which is super unusual for me. I very, very rarely reopen things. It's usually a once <laughs> 
one song yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, you're um, coming back around to something. That's crazy. Very strange. Yeah, but it was like very much something that wanted to be initiated for the community of manifestors. So if you're a manifestor that is struggling with money, now's probably a good time to, yeah. to come on over. I think that we are in a journey right now as manifestors where we are rewriting, reinitiating money for the collective and we got to nail it. Like we have to go first. We have to journey through this. We have to purge things. The systems are getting broken down. That's great. We now need to rebuild them so that who's everyone around them? us gets yeah. to respond to it. Like if we don't rebuild it, who's going to? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. We will get this started and then we will hand it on over to you guys to turn it into sunshine. That you can create great. Bitcoin and then I'll just like teach everyone how to use it. Okay. <laughs> that would be so wonderful. Yeah. Done. We'll get the projectors. <laughs> into like to like then teach other people how to teach other people <laughs> the projectors will write the book on it they'll they write could. the book that's it yeah they're perfect got it sorted yay oh my gosh you <laughs> are epic thank you so much for your time Ooh. i really enjoyed this conversation and we'll chat soon thank you so much for having me it's been a lovely joy to meet you yeah oh my gosh i'm obsessed with her, but I'm also just so obsessed with human design. I really, really am obsessed with human design and everything it's done for my life. It is a huge part of what I coach. And if you've ever worked with me either in a workshop or in group coaching or on one-on-one, you know that a lot of what I I teach is on human design. I figure out people's human design like pretty early on in working with them so that I know what I'm working with because there's no reason we should be working against the way that we were designed, right? The way that we were intended to work and um, interact against the way that we were intended to react. So react and interact with others and ourselves. And so um, anytime I get to talk about human design, I am obsessed. You can always book a human design reading with me. I have a link to that in our show notes as well as in my bio on Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily. You can book a one-on-one reading, which is like a deep dive into your chart. And we go through all the different elements of your design. Uh, You can always book one of those. And I am open for bookings through the end of summer. So if you want one of those, you got to get in on that. Please go click on Uh, the links in our show notes for Holly and go visit her on Instagram. If you are a manifester, if you know a manifester, if you work with a manifester, if you love a manifester, right? Go find out, go spend time in her community and really just go and spend time with her energy because she's freaking epic as most manifestors are big, big, big energy. And I'm obsessed with them. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode on Friday. We're going to come back uh, with another human design episode and it's going to be a little bit more personal. And we're going to dive in a little bit to human design and relationships and working relationships. So I hope you'll love that. Have a beautiful day.